0: Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Hey babies, welcome back to the Void.
1: Bow, 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 bow. Oh, Hello, everybody
0: who's listening at home. Hi, welcome hi, everybody back. back. Who are these colorful characters that are joining me today? Well, <laughs> my name is Robert Leahy,
2: and I use he/him pronouns, and I will be playing Xandar Radnax, who also uses he/him pronouns.
1: Hey y'all, my name is Bianca Phipps. Uh, I use she they pronouns and I'll be playing Heart, who uses they-them pronouns.
3: And my name is Carlos Olmedo. Uh,
0: no, no, that's no. not it. I feel like
3: immediately. I feel like, I feel like a little elf. Okay. Off the show. <laughs> All right.
0: All right, I'm gonna elf the fuck out of here.
1: Elf <laughs> <laughs> okay. off the
3: <laughs> All right, I just listen. Uh Hi everyone, my name is (laughs) Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, but my character Rain
0: Hallwinter uses she, her pronouns. (laughs) And I'm your Void Master Jules, and I use they, them pronouns. So, before we get started, why don't we ruminate on what happened last time?
3: Last time, on The Pod Has Been Cast... These two fucking ships are following us and Captain Cassiopeia told us to take our battle positions. So anyway, we started blasting and we successfully fended them off. Captain Cassiopeia rewarded us with a pizza party. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: Okay, so y'all are at a pizza Ooh, party. Pizza party. <laughs> yeah. Pizza party. Getting some za. The pizza, pizza the party. brand of the pizza was Astro's Pizza.
0: It is Astro's Pizza, yes. Deep
2: cut for the true hardcore fans. Astro <laughs> is the name of the dog from the Jetsons. Astro. Wait, Astro wins. Robert I, thought wins the was the podcast.
3: Podcast. I thought that was the name of the son. No, no, Carlos.
2: No. Elroy is the boy. <sighs> Astro is the dog.
1: Carlos, you better sleep with one eye open. Oh, Carlos, man. that's a
0: bronze medal for Carlos, a silver medal for Bianca, <laughs> and a gold medal for Robert. Oh, oh my God, we
1: haven't even I'm started angry. the episode yet, and
0: I've already won the gold medal. I didn't no. even get a bronze medal. I got like a ribbon that said, thanks for participating. Oh, that's fine, too. We love participation here. So um, <laughs> Captain Cassiopeia Toro takes the, um, the Astro Pizza out of the... Uh, Void stove. <laughs> it's <laughs> no- <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum yummy. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. It's uh, piping hot. She uh she takes down some uh paper plates um and just starts like kind of carving up the uh za uh, uh, she says, Is it okay if I cut in squares? I I usually cut in squares. I love you. Um I can't eat. Okay. Yeah, you're
3: doing it right. Yeah, just like that. And I'm like really creepily like over her shoulder. Yeah, yeah, just cut it just cut. like that. Yeah, she's, like, nice. she's like going to out pass and out
1: just like grabs Heart, or grabs Rain by like the back of her jacket and just like removes her All right, but I, and I places know, her down at the table. Know, she's
2: doing it right. No, Captain Cassiope out. is like going to pass around the slices of pizza and mm-hmm. like goes to hand one to Heart and Xandar just like snags the
0: plate with his yep. invisible mage hand so that he's yep. got two She shrugs. She's like, whatever. (laughs) So she sits down um, and she's like, all right, let's get down to business. I want to know why those ships were after y'all. What happened back at that freighter?
2: Well, Rain, do you want to take this one?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, hold on one minute. And I, I stuff one whole square of pizza in my mouth. Oh
0: yeah, definitely roll a Constitution saving throw. That is fresh out of the oven. Fresh out of the
3: oven, baby.
0: Here we go. <laughs> oh crit!
1: You're oh my god. <laughs> okay, it's, so
0: everyone is uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do. The, I. It's it's actually pretty terrifying. So like, I'm like, all right, give me give me one minute, and I take three slices. Of pizza, and I without swallowing any of it, I stuff all of them into my mouth. This is getting inappropriate, and then it just in one gulp, it's like this terrifying it's like a, it's like a, like a, yeah, one of those like seabirds trying to swallow a fish. Mm -hmm. Hole, like I just stick my mouth up in the air and I go until all the pizza goes down. I wipe off sweat from my brow and I squint I squint my eyes and I say, All right, this is what happened. I was floating in space in an abandoned freighter.
1: We were ambushed.
3: Okay. Well, you cut to the you cut to the climax of the story. I was going to tell the whole the whole bit about how we met.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was hoping that we could cut to the chorus. Honestly. Okay.
3: So. All right. So so uh, we found our friend here, Hart, on the ship. The two of us were on this ship for a while. Xandar and I were working together with this uh, 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 privateer void scavenger by the name of Durgan Candon. This guy is a really sketchy, smelly dude uh smells kind of like uh you know when you go to uh Bed Bath and Beyond Bed Bath and Beyond yeah you know how they have those like uh cupcake scented uh like shampoos and stuff and lotions yeah, kinda, yeah. and you know how it's like terrible mm-hmm. it smells kind of like that he uh, Dorgan smells like that which if you looked at him he's really sweaty and greasy looking kind of like this pizza you wouldn't think that he smelled like like that but it's like it's like someone we were like,
1: ambushed and somebody was trying to take something off of the ship.
3: Right, 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 right. Yeah, thank you. All right. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So we were ambushed and, and there was some shenanigans happening. Some hacker by the name of Artemis. I don't know if you've ever heard that name before. Uh, tried to steal. Uh, do I look? I look at the group and kind of I'm hinting that I'm about to talk about the pod.
2: Xandar's like Heart. already walking to the ship to unload it, like walking to the <laughs> cargo Zandar's bay gone. to like bring it into
3: the room. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. We, um, we got the thumbs up. Yeah.
1: Hart Heart looks at the captain uh, and like like fully aware that they are interrupting. Uh, just goes just goes. Um, captain, would it be possible for somebody to track the movements of the Void Dragon?
0: Well, that's what I've been trying to do. You see, I've developed this uh, this uh, a sensor. That detects the very specific energy signature it gives off. But the problem is by the time I get there, it's usually already gone. This is the closest I've ever gotten.
1: Do you believe that somebody could take your technology and improve upon it?
0: Um. I suppose. Um, she sort of glances at Orion and like kind of looks back at you. Um, she 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 says, um. Listen, if we're laying all the cards on the table here, it isn't exactly legal how I'm doing this.
1: Oh, sure. Don't worry. Legality has nothing to do with what we're doing either.
3: Yeah, I'm over at the pizzas. I'm grabbing more slices. I'm like, yeah, seriously, we don't have any issues with that. At that moment, Jandar
2: just like wheels the thing up to and and, like bangs into the table with the the, like like, Kate, the big like. A coffin with the body, and a coffin <laughs> maybe is the wrong word. We don't know that this thing we is. We should say but. coffin, that but a maybe cryopod? it is. Cryopod. Uh, yeah, cryopod.
1: cryopod I guess. That
2: was the word I was looking for. Cryopod. Cryopod. cryopod.
1: We were that ambushed was by what someone was on the freighter. The person who surprised us. And was... you were
0: ambushed by this. Yeah. No, you go. You go.
1: <laughs> All right. We were ambushed by a person who was doing something similar to what Rain was doing, but better. No offense.
0: Non-turken
3: with pizza stuffed in my mouth.
1: (laughs) A question I suppose I had. She seemed very determined to get whatever this was off of the ship, almost as if she knew what was coming.
0: When did the dragon show up? I'm confused.
1: Mm. Approximately. And then uh, Hart looks off into the distance and does some time calculations and then Mm -hmm. is like numbers, numbers, numbers. So.
0: Are you suggesting that this Artemis person and the dragon were together?
1: Mm, perhaps not together, but it does seem strange that she would arrive so soon before. She did try to warn us. Mm. And I, uh, I, I, look at the, I look at the two. Um, we didn't listen. But she tried.
0: Then she must know something about that thing. I hadn't considered the thought that
2: perhaps the two were in cahoots. However, Artemis was real interested in sticking some kind of thingamabob in in this critter's head here. Speaking of
0: which Xandar, that thingamabob is still there. Go ahead and roll a history check on it with advantage. Oh,
2: cool. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. I literally rolled a one and a 20. No yeah, way. Baby. I did, dude, I did.
1: Let
0: the
2: We're gods getting decide. all of our
1: crits out now.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. Get those crits out while you can. Xander um, never paid attention in history class, but this is something he remembers. Well, Xander, no, you never paid attention in history class, but this doesn't come from history class. This comes from uh, um, deep in your culture. Right, so you never really had a chance to look at this cryopod yourself and like sure. inspect it, but you're looking at the apparatus that Artemis was using to do whatever uh, she was doing to the person inside this pod, and you recognize this apparatus. This is definitely Mind Flayer tech.
2: Ooh, Xandar gets a chill. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, he he gets like he goes from being jovial and
0: at a pizza party to like real serious real fast. You know Xandar from that twenty that um, mind flayer tech after the first Void War was like the the main initiative of the Gith um, sort of uh, army was mm-hmm. reclaiming any mind flayer tech and locking it away so no one could use it. Um, so whoever had this had some sort of access to either the Gith stock of um, old mind flayer things or found themselves in possession of. Mindflayer technology.
2: Interesting. Uh, Xandar is going to like cut off from, like, explaining and talking and, like, telling a story and whatever and immediately, like, really focus in on this uh, thingy and, like, get real close to it and, like, sniff it and, like, lick it a little bit and, like, feel it and, like, just trying to get any sense of, like, if the person who was using this, this Artemis character, like, was a mind flayer at all. If he can get any trace of mind flayer on this device.
0: Hmm. I think that would be... A survival check, and I'll make the DC a little lower because you scored so high in identifying the thing to begin with.
2: Okay, okay, I'll give you survival. Uh, that's going to be only a four.
0: Okay, um, it's possible you never saw Artemis's face, and you've never really encountered a mind flayer before, so it's possible Artemis was a mind flayer, um, or somebody that was just using your th- the mind flayer's um stuff. Uh, You can't really be certain. I tell the group, this is Mind Flayer tech. Sounds
3: pretty creepy as I'm like struggling to pour this giant RC Cola into a cup with my tiny hands.
0: Take it easy with that RC Cola. What? It's good. Well, you're going to be up all night. Yeah, I'm always up
3: all night. And I (laughs) chug the RC Cola.
0: It's like, y'all,
2: this is (laughs) serious. I like bang on the table a little bit.
3: A spittle a little
2: bit. The Gith Interplanar Defense Force's primary objective was to collect Mind Flayer tech and make sure that it never fell back into the hands of Mind Flayer. I mean, of course, the primary objective was to exterminate Mind Flayers, but the secondary Mm. objective, I will say, is to collect Mind Flayer tech. So this Artemis character must have have somehow had some sort of access to that Gith storehouse.
3: Did we get more information on this thing and i
0: gesture over to the the cryopod like do we know who this is what this is i don't think you've identified who is inside of it you rain did roll a check on it and you know how to activate it uh but you Mm. do not know who's inside of it
3: i don't know if this would be uh super invasive to your uh pizza party captain but um do you mind if i finagle with this thing and maybe we might be able to get some more info. I I just don't see the connection between why Artemis is trying to use this mind flayer serum to influence this thing. I mean we we, we don't really know much about it.
1: Does Unless. any of this jog any part of my memory?
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's time for a history check. <laughs> <laughs> a history it's time for a
1: history check? I think it's time. A history check. Oh, not bad. Not a crit. I didn't use my crit this early. I'm keeping it for something more important. Nice. Um, save it
0: for something special.
1: Save it for something special, but I did get a 15. A 15.
0: Hmm. You remember... Let's see. I think you were sort of going through, at some point, um, your directive, right? Going through the files. And this memory, I think, takes place before you um had the memory of the uh the was it a gnome or, or a dwarf mm-hmm. I can't a dwarf, remember I think. <laughs> the dwarf um it was it's before that memory you remember going through a dossier of like sort of what your directive was for this particular mission on the freighter and the name Hestia pops into your mind.
1: It doesn't feel immediately relevant, so I just keep that name to myself. Okay but I do sort of like remember like seeing the name in, in the in, in the print, mm-hmm. in the dossier.
2: Rain, I think it's time we crack open this cold one and ask some questions.
0: Way ahead of you. Cassiopeia's going to uh, stand up and uh, she's going to say, look, I don't care if you all open on that thing, but do it out on the flight dock so whatever's inside of there doesn't get to the rest of the ship. Ideal. Right. sounds good. Affirmative. I'll send Orion with you if you need help. Sure, why not? You guys head back to the hangar uh, to your ship with this cryopod. Uh, Cassiopeia sort of like seals you all in there, um, unsure of like what is going to happen when you open this thing, and um, Orion Starcross sort of blips um, into the dock with you.
2: I'm gonna train a rifle on it.
1: Do not shoot whatever comes out of it. We must speak to it first. I I
2: keep my rifle steadily
1: trained. (laughs) Uh, my heart is going to do their best to just like slide right in front of the gun
0: (laughs) Rain you could do let's see I'll I'll take a roll with hacker tools or mechanics tools
3: okay cool 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 so I roll up my sleeves and I I pull out my my hacker's tools and I look at the group I'm like are we are we doing like a countdown or something like that or should I just go all, all in
1: would a countdown make you feel more secure
3: I smile a little bit, you know.
1: Hmm, I can count down.
3: All right, we'll count down from five. We'll keep, we'll keep it nice and short. I look around a little embarrassed. All right, ready?
1: Well, uh, are you going oh. to begin on one or are you <laughs> going to wait until we finish the countdown?
3: I say we all, we go like, like on TV when they go five, four, three, two, and then you guys throw me a little like finger guns and then I'll I'll go in.
1: I'm afraid I don't remember what TV is. All but right, I, I, I trust I'm, you.
3: I'm going in. <laughs> I, I just. Finish with like a
2: really clear breath or something, so we can all we all start on five. So you're giving a, a big exaggerated breath to signal the start of the countdown, and then we start okay. at five. We go down to one, and then you do your thing. Okay, perfect. Ready?
1: Five,
3: five four,
1: three,
2: three two,
1: two, one. one
3: and i start using my hacker tools okay
0: <laughs> uh, yeah 5 oh, no 7 <laughs> um yeah you're trying to break into this thing and and uh you you see yourself um struggling a little bit you kind of know what you need to do uh but without the proper authorization code breaking into it is a little difficult it's not really connected to any sort of network so you're trying to use your tools to sort of overload the um lock and get this thing to open, um, but it's not quite working. Orion is going to saddle up next to you. Mind if I couldn't? I, I would be honored. I step down. Orion sort of places a hand over this thing, and you see um, sparks start like sort of flying out of the uh, console on this uh, cryopod, and k- you hear it click open. Um, roll an insight check, rain. 16. Uh, There's something about Orion. This AI seems to be much more capable than an AI normally is. It's just something that's piquing your interest about it.
3: Yeah, I clocked that because it's especially difficult for me, even though I've spent more time with it than this random AI that's random, quote unquote, on the ship. So yeah, that is definitely a little strange. Um, But I don't
0: do anything about it yet. I just take note. Okay.
1: I want to wheel forward. If this thing is open, I want to be, I want to see what's inside.
0: All right. It slowly is starting to open up. You see, it's like sort of going through several like modes of like um, defrosting. This person, and then pumping like sort of fluids back into them. It takes a while, actually. like you're you're all like kind of tense and then like ten minutes pass. I don't lower this...
2: my rifle for the whole ten minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this pot is still like sort of like churning and going. Orion takes out this like digital cigar and like lights it up and just starts like smoking um fake. <laughs> c- 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 cigarette smoke all over
3: the uh, dock. Dope, I'm going to take out a real cigar and smoke it on the dock with Orion. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, Orion sort of toasts you as you do it. Um, more time passes and eventually you hear like some beeping coming from this thing and the top opens up completely. You see an older high elf woman um, laying there on the bed of the cryopod. I think all of you, I'm going to say heart with disadvantage. Damn. Go ahead and roll me a history check. 14. No? 13 as well. 15. Fifteen.
2: Wow. Xandar, seeing that it's a high elf, like, removes his hat. Very, <laughs> yonkier, very
0: reverent of elves. <laughs> and this is quite an elf. The DC for this was actually 12, because this is a famous person. I think Rain We'll cut to you. You are a teenager. Um, you're sitting in class back on um, Faye Crossing. Um, you're in your history class. And uh, what
3: are you doing in class? Definitely not paying attention. Uh, I think I'm drawing, you know how like in the 90s you used to draw the like Superman S with the like six lines? I'm doing that on the, I'm scratching it onto the desk. I'm drawing the
0: Superman S. Are you trying to do this discreetly or do you just like straight up not care? I just straight up not care. (laughs) The um, instructor uh, is going to come over to you and sort of like uh, uh, slam a uh, data tablet onto the uh, desk. Uh, Perhaps you would like to answer the question, Uh, Miss Hallwinter? Sure. You know, whatever. I stand up. I
3: look at the class, lay it on me, and I, I, I put up like a bring it on gesture.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, She, like, sort of gestures to the window um, that is, like, sort of looking out. And um, you can uh, see in the distance from the window, like, the tiny little dot that she's pointing at is um, Olympia, the uh, homeworld of the elves. The destruction of the moon, Renegaya. Can you tell me who was responsible? Can I roll? Uh yeah, go for it. let will see if I know. <laughs> it's a history check within a history check. Oh my god.
3: Uh I rolled like a five. I rolled a five. <laughs> so I say, yeah, you know, uh the the blasters, the blasters destroyed the moon.
2: Oh my god, right It's so dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the blasters destroyed the moon. <laughs> dumb.
0: Uh some kid behind you like throws like a wadded up piece of paper at you. <laughs> You and me
3: in the playground after school. He looks terrified.
0: The (laughs) instructor is going to sigh heavily and move back to the front of the classroom and like sort of change the uh, slide on the PowerPoint sort of thing that she's presenting. And you see the same face that you're looking at now in the cryopod. Hestia, now called Moonbreaker. One of the greatest scientific minds in elven history. She was the one that developed the Moonbreaker Cannon, and we snap back to the um, deck of uh, the uh, the hangar. Um, you are going to remember, Hart, that uh, Hestia connects to this face from your check, Xander. You remember a similar thing. You remember this mythical high elf um, that uh, from the era of the Second Void War that developed this um, weapon. That just erased this moon from existence. This was the moon of the orc kind uh, when the elves were at war with them. Mm. Hell
1: yeah, it was freaking badass. <laughs> Is she awake?
0: Um, you see that she's like sort of rousing. Yeah.
1: Um, I will I will I will turn my head, but not my body, because uh I'm an android and I can do that kind of thing. Uh and I just turn and I I look over at, at Xandar to make sure that he's not pointing his gun anymore. Um
2: Oh and no! Then, I lowered my gun immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I'll just I'll turn and, and wait for wait for her to wake up, but still just like hovering okay. over the cryopod. <laughs>
0: um, she sort of starts like coughing. Um, sits up a little bit. Um, sort of like feeling around. It looks like you know she's trying to adjust her eyes to where she is. Oh goodness, am I still alive? How unfortunate
2: xandar 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 right away is like um because like it elves to gith are like almost mythical I feel like Mm -hmm. they're the ones who like liberated us from mind flayers and like so so right away Xandar is very like going from being like a very fast and loose outlaw to like incredibly respectful and like (laughs) you know (laughs) ask her if she wants if she needs anything if I can get her a glass of water keep like stop like not trying to make eye contact not wearing the hat like being very Mm -hmm, courtly mm -hmm. and gentlemanly
0: I love that Ah, uh, yeah, she's gonna sit up in this cryopod. Ah, uh, she's going to like see you sort of like doing that Xander and be like, waters find gif. Ah uh, she looks at you heart. what are you supposed to be? And then she'll sort of look at you, rain. is this yours?,, uh, uh, they do not belong
3: to anyone, okay? They are their own individual person, and you know what? Here's the thing. So Xandar has a lot of respect for the elves. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that Rain is like the opposite. Like I think I think Olympia is like LA to if we're doing this whole like New York <laughs> like kind of thing. Fair. Like Olympia is very LA where everyone's like, oh yes, I'm doing this like, you know, hot yoga Pilates and it's really changing my worldview and blah blah blah. And Rain's like, <laughs> oh God. So when she sees that it's an elf. And she remembers that the elf is from Olympia, some quote-unquote great mind from Olympia. She's Mm. like, I I already don't like her all
0: that much. Yeah, one of the greatest minds in elven history and also like one of the most controversial figures for like basically doing a genocide. Um, Yeah. She uh, gets up and um, she seems confused by your response, Rain. Uh, She'll say, well, then... Who made you? Uh, looking at you, Heart.
1: An excellent question. Unfortunately, my memory crystal has been damaged, so I can't provide you with that information.
0: Well, perhaps I'll take you apart later and figure out what exactly you are. I, I
3: like get right in front of Heart. I'm like, I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. And I'm like, kind of guarding them.
2: that. I break the tension by being like, I wasn't sure if you wanted steel or sparkling, so I grab both and I like bow my head and I hand her two glasses of water.
0: Uh, she <laughs> takes them both. Ah, uh, she dr- she does drink the sparkling one and sort of like looks disdainfully at the not sparkling water. <laughs> oh, God, lame.
1: <laughs> Where did you come from? Are you addressing me, robot? Affirmative. Where do I come from? Hmm?
0: When when is this exactly?
1: And then I I give her the year because I definitely know what the year is. Each absolutely. of the
2: characters in this podcast absolutely we all exactly
0: knows, what knows
1: what time year of it day is. it is and also <laughs> the date.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, you do know all of that, because I have told it to you, and that's something I'm keeping track of. Um, she <laughs> sort of, like, rolls her eyes at this and, um, like, sort of lifts herself up off the uh, cryopod and kind of stumbles a bit. Looks like she doesn't quite have her um, sea legs, so to speak. Off her an huh? arm.
1: Yeah, I reach out. Uh, I imagine that it's like at the same time Hart like puts a hand on her shoulder so she doesn't fall over, but it's like very abrupt. Whereas Xandar is like very gentlemanly and like, "My lady," uh, an arm.
0: Um she'll take, she'll take Xandar's arm and uh, sort of stand up. This doesn't look like Dungeon 3.
1: Affirmative. Uh, dungeon 3 was destroyed.
0: Yes,
2: uh, we have liberated you from your captors, and I, like, escort her over to the captain's chair of the ship and, like, set her in my chair.
0: I don't understand. Does somebody have some sort of data pad or something? This will go much faster if I can do it myself.
3: Rain, who's been finishing her cigar passive-aggressively, lets out a big old puff of smoke, sighs.
0: disgusting habit.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys don't have any clean air anyway. It doesn't matter. And I pull out my, my watch and I try to offer any, you know,
2: internet she needs. Is her, is she still like connected to the mind flayer thing or was that just connected to like the pod?
0: It was mostly connected to the pod. It looks like it like sort of retracted from her brain. When Artemis was done. So there is like sort of like a spot of like blood kind of like on her scalp from the incision. And she just sort of like touched that and looks kind of confused.
2: I do have to say, like, uh, pardon me, ma'am, I am remiss to inform you that it seems like your brain has been probed by some sort of disgusting mind flare practice.
0: Oh, how lucky. I suppose whoever was guarding my body didn't do a good enough job then.
2: Well, that, that wasn't um, us. That, that we, that was, we weren't gardening. A facial we, we expression.
1: Uh, they would absolutely be doing one of those faces that dogs do when they get caught eating trash. <laughs> it's like, I didn't do it. And I know the wrapper is sticking out of my mouth. And I know that you can see me actively eating the trash. But I swear to you, I would never do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hestia will take your watch, Rain. Um, sort of like gawks at it a little bit and like looks at you. And like immediately like starts like clicking away at it. Mm, yes, I see. Oh, how interesting. Well, don't touch it too much. You're going to get the thing all sticky. Um, it's, She's moving pretty quickly. Like you can tell that she's like opening things up and like moving and reading. Um, she, She's reading at a very fast pace and like is like going through news articles and things. But it's hard to like kind of keep up with what she's doing with it. She kind of turns away from you. I see. Avoid forged, are you?
1: Mm-hmm. Affirmative.
0: Hmm. An interesting design choice. I should like to study you later.
1: Affirmative. We whose may not disgusting take
0: apart. ship am I on? Th- repeat yourself, Voidforged.
1: <laughs> you may study me, but I will not allow you to take me apart.
0: You will not allow me. Mm. Affirmative. Yeah, you heard him. Interesting. The ship, whose disgusting ship is this? Uh, well,
2: you see, and I like look around and there's like empty cups on the console and like, <laughs> like sort of like a bunch of wrappers and like, it's clearly hasn't been attended to or cleaned at all. He's like, well, this, uh, this is really more of like, it's like a rental type situation. Uh, something that we've been assigned to, uh, rather than something that, that I, I own myself. Um,
0: your, uh, stopwatch, not your stopwatch, your, your, uh, uh, sexton, right? Sort of, um, beeps. Uh, Rainy never really heard that noise before. And, uh, she hands it back to you. Oh, dear God, have I been salvaged? Are you some sort of scavengers? Have I been picked from somewhere by you idiots?
3: I'm, uh, going really quickly through the watch to make sure she didn't change any of the settings or, you know. Uh, roll for to investigation. Okay. Oh, that's quite a bit. Um 25. Uh, she changed a lot of settings
0: and she went through oh like God. most of your stuff too. Um, it looks like like she kind of like pretty quickly went through like most of your blocks and like just started like looking at most of your files, like went on the internet, and um she did something else too. She accessed a site that you can't get back to, but she did something on the internet. I get
3: furious. <laughs> I after seeing that I'm f- Furious. I'm like, all right, I've had enough of you. Listen, if it wasn't for us, y- you would have been completely swallowed up by a fucking void dragon. And you're going you're gonna
2: to thank every single one of these people, including me, for saving your ass.
3: And I point to Xandar and uh, Hart.
2: I don't. I don't need to thank you. I, I am. I'm, I'm an idiot. You're right. I, I don't. You don't need. No. To thank you're me gonna for thank
3: Xandar. You're gonna thank him. He, 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 he jumped into danger for you. He tried to protect you. Don't yeah. let him
2: knock himself no, I, down. I, I, I am an idiot. I'm like twisting my hat and my hands. <laughs> like yeah, I'm a filthy, filthy scavenger. You're right. You got me pegged.
1: Heart. Uh, Heart puts her uh, puts their hand on on Xandar's shoulder and is like, "You were very brave. You were very rude." Perhaps that is a side effect of sleeping for so long?
0: Yes, I do believe it is a side effect, but not of that particular affliction. Now who was it that probed my mind, and do you know what they've taken? What they've taken? No. What their name was is Artemis. Artemis. Hmm. There's something missing in here. She uh, gestures to her, her head. They've taken something from me. Uh, I assume you aren't in charge of whatever situation I found myself in, so why don't you escort me to your leader?
1: Affirmative. Yeah, yes. uh, And then Hart like turns to like look outside of the ship uh, and um, and is like, Orion.
0: Uh, Orion blips uh, into your ship.
1: Uh, Will you please let the captain know that we do not have a dangerous guest?
0: Will do. Um, And Orion uh, disappears. Ah, I'm fuming. (laughs) Does she leave too,
3: or is she with us? Uh, She's just sitting there. She's waiting to be escorted somewhere. Then I I don't blow up. I don't blow up yet. (laughs) I'm steaming, though, in the corner. I'm, I'm, I'm simmering.
1: Yeah. All that hot pizza steam is coming out from yeah, your ears. I'm
3: sweating. I'm sweating a lot.
2: Xandar would really like to escort her to the captain, but mm. can't read the last interaction, doesn't know if, like, the captain's going to be coming down to us or we yeah, should be fair. going up to the captain and doesn't want to create, like, an awkward situation. So he's dealing with a really, like inner yeah. conflict right now like offering an arm but like pulling it back down like clearly very stressed and flustered and a, a, a man who is not often stressed or flustered <laughs> is is clearly very like almost broken inside
1: xandar you appear to be very stressed and flustered is everything all right yes of course uh, who
2: could not be all right in the presence of such a great and uh wonderful uh advanced mind
0: Mm. Gif, why are you so far away from your people?
2: Well, that is a difficult and multifaceted question and answer. See, uh, 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 and I'm, like, stammering a little bit, and I don't (laughs) quite know how to answer because I don't want to admit to this woman that I'm, like, a (laughs) highwayman.
0: I see. We have a deserter, some sort of foreign technology, and, uh, Child, it's to you three I owe my life, apparently. You'll have to do for the time being.
2: And we will Um, do. We will absolutely do. Really, anything that you say.
0: Very good. I need to be taken to my lab. There are some things there I'll need to see to. I've been away far too long.
1: Where is the location of your laboratory?
0: I will transmit the location to your captain once I speak with...
2: Cassiopeia, Cap- Captain Cassiopeia is the captain of this ship.
0: How colorful. Um, She uh, stands up and she seems like a little bit more uh, steady now. Well then, perhaps after that I can find something suitable to wear.
1: Mm. Uh, and then Heart is, going to, uh, Heart is going to turn to Rain uh, and say, Rain, would you like to escort me to see if the doors have been unsealed?
0: I
3: would be glad to, as I'm a- pouting.
2: As they walk, as they walk away, Xandar is like really considering revealing that he has like a cache of dresses and like fancy things that he's stolen (laughs) at one point in the ship. Just like, just like things that he's plundered, but doesn't want to like Uh, reveal that because they are stolen treasures, you know? So like Xandar just doesn't know if he wants to reveal it and just decides not to, to offer it as something nice to wear.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's uh, kind of just wearing this like weird like cryo suit that kind of looks like she's like wearing a sponge almost. <laughs> uh, she just steps off the ship uh, as you and Heart uh, Rain and Heart, you make your way back towards the um, main deck of the ship. The doors will open and you'll see um, Cassie Pia step out into the hangar, um, still in that uh, big exo suit. Uh, sort of stands over. Well, who was it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You you. You tell her, heart.
1: Her name is Hestia. She is, I believe, a historical figure? A bit grumpy after waking up.
0: You don't mean Hestia Moonbreaker, do you?
1: Uh, I look at Rain and I say, do I?
3: Hestia Moonbreaker?
0: Yeah. Affirmative. Um. You see, like, uh, Cassie P's face just, like, sort of, like, goes, like, white. She backs up. Oh, fuck. That's... This is not... All right. We need to get somewhere where we can figure this out. If any orcs in this system catch us with Hestia Moonbreaker on our ship, we are dead. I mean, you don't have any already on your ship, right? Well, no, but if we're going to be making port, we're not going to know who we're going to run into. You Look, I'm, I'm happy to ditch this
3: person. Just throw him into the void. I, I, I know we talked about, like, questionable, you
0: know, uh, motives, but...
1: Unfortunately, I, that goes against my directive.
0: And that right, would be we'll- most unintelligent of you, as I have rigged a signal to be sent from your watch every hour on the hour. And if it is not, or if it is deactivated in any way, it will send my location to everyone in the system." Wow, you are so smart, you are just so talented and so
2: forward-thinking.
0: Um, she uh, approaches the uh, captain so the captain's still kind of in that upper gallery um so you're all like kind of looking up at Cassiopeia I assume you're the captain of this ship um Cassiopeia like sort of nods I'll need transport to my lab Cassiopeia kind of looks at Hestia and looks at U3 U3 I need a word with you real quick and she uh, walks uh back into the main deck of the ship
1: Affirmative. And then uh, I turn to Hestia and I say, for your safety, please remain here. And then wheel my way up. (laughs) Uh, Do you all go? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll make a point to like mention that she can like feel free to make herself at home, sort of make us like stepping out of turn. This is not my <laughs> ship at all. Just like being like free, feel free to make yourself comfortable, explore. I hear that there's some sort of like religious sort of person on this ship you can speak to if that's your bag. And I, and then I'll like reluctantly go follow the rest <laughs> of the group.
0: Uh Cassie is back in the kitchen, and she's sort of like slamming cabinets and like cursing under her breath, "What the fuck?
2: I know, right? Yes, she sucks fucking I
3: know
0: right? she's
1: supposed to be dead. This is crazy, right?
2: am I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> you two are clearly like upset, but I'm clearly like very excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Hart is just like looking back between the two like clear camps and it's like, I don't have emotion. I am very confused.
3: <laughs> You're trying to fit it on that spectrum of like dweeb, yeah, dork, I was and like, geek. I was like, and- where
1: do idiots go on the scale of enemy <laughs> to friend? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Cassiopeia is going to say, we're only about a day out from Castle One. I need to refuel and I need a crew. I I can't go wherever she's taken but I guess you're the only crew I got right now, so this has always been sort of a diplomatic ship, so what do you say?
2: Well, suppose, I mean, we obviously need to refuel, so suppose we stop at Castle One, do whatever business we need to do there, but, but still, we, I feel like we need to get this advanced scientific mind back into their comfort zone, the place where they can do the most good. Perhaps
1: the definition of good is relative?
0: I know that's true What do you say, Rain?
3: Rain, Rain, Yeah, Rain's kind of still a little upset And she looks at Hart and thinks for a second And then says, well, obviously, and refers to Hart Obviously you were supposed to protect this person And I don't know I want to make sure that you can do a good job The way that you were supposed to do So I'll do whatever you want to do, Hart
1: Thank you That's very kind. I have, technically, failed, but I suppose if we can get her to the lab, it would be a small consolation.
2: And if Artemis is anyway connected to this dragon, we need to find out the memory that they stole from Hestia's brain.
0: Right, Mm. yeah. I don't know what most of that means, but we'll make port at Castle One and we'll make a call from there if y'all are continuing with me, but Hestia cannot leave this ship. Affirmative. Affirmative. What is the
1: time frame for refueling?
0: Uh, it'll we'll have to spend at least a day there. Uh, I was going to recrew, but I don't know if that's a safe thing to do anymore. So we might just have to make this trip just the four of us. Um, Orion pops up. I think you mean five. Uh, she rolls her eyes. Anyway, look, I'm going to burn the rest of the way to Castle One. We can't afford to get caught again. So. Get yourself strapped in, get yourself situated, figure out that situation with her. And once we dock, make sure she doesn't leave this ship. So Captain, I have a question for you
3: before we do any of this. So this high elf uh, that seems to be a big deal, do people know that she was put into a cryopod? Or is it assumed that maybe she might have just disappeared? You know, like we might have
0: that sort of um, uh, benefit of of them not knowing. Um, She pulls up a news report uh, that uh, talks about Hestia uh, dying, Uh, natural causes. It's the same picture. I mean, it looks just like her, I should say. She says, as far as the world, the galaxy is concerned,
3: Hestia's dead. Okay, I mean, that might help us to avoid some trouble. All right, well, I'm
0: in it. I'm in it with you guys. All right, then.
1: I am in as well.
0: Go get yourselves strapped in, because next stop is going to be Castle One you are all so so tell me where are you putting Hestia there's enough uh room on the ship for her to take her own room uh you could keep her on that clipper depending on what you say she might put up a fight but <laughs> I just let me know where you're sort of storing her for now
1: I feel like we should put her in a room yeah yeah because I don't want I heart doesn't want her near any of the technology on Xandar ship like she's already rigged Rain's watch to like give out a signal which I'm sure is going to give us trouble when we get to castle one Yep. yeah my vote is to put her in a room
3: yeah I go to Xandar and I say look man out of all of us here you obviously have Rain thinks for a second the finer touch in regards to uh, her hospitality needs so you know I trust you to kind of make sure that she's put in the right place but I just want to say one thing don't doubt yourself, man. You, you you really you really putting down my vibe with that stuff. You you fucking rock.
2: Oh, oh don't you worry, Rain. I may be putting on airs, but I've got some unfinished business to take care of on Castle One. Rain
3: is surprised to hear this from Xandar because the whole time she like really believed that this was true, you know. So, uh she smiles. She puts his big smile
0: and then daps up uh Zandar. Oh. Understood. <laughs> Pounds it. You are going to get uh, sort of strapped in uh, as you are going to burn uh, fuel the rest of the way to Castle One. You get um, Hestia situated in her own room. She's sort of complaining the entire time, uh, but settles in just fine. Um, and as you all sort of strap in, the audience pans over to look at Hestia and in her room sort of uh going through kind of a personal data pad that was like left in there kind of like looking at things um you see orion blink in there um she sort of looks at orion presses a few buttons on the data on the data pad and looks closer and she says oh you're going to be most interesting and that's where we'll stop! <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of dramatic irony! <laughs>
3: I had to try so hard not to freak out because I wasn't there. It was just the audience and Jules.
2: We don't know, Xander. No, no, I wasn't there.
1: I don't know anything.
0: Speaking of the audience, Bianca, if they want to talk to us about the twists and the turns of the story thus far, where should they go?
1: Oh my goodness, they should go to the internet. Uh, pull up your own data pad and find us on social media. Um, you can find us on instagram and reddit at the pod has been cast and on twitter at the phb cast
0: beautiful and carlos who do we need to be saying thank you to this week (laughs) i'm gonna keep it
3: short sweet and to the point matthew muñez genius Check out his music at Matthew Munia's Music.com. You'll see a lot of our music up there if you want to listen to some of the background tracks that we use for this podcast. And then Goob at look at goob on Instagram. Check it out. Billy has some really, really cool artwork. He did some great stuff for us. Um, but just check out all of his stuff. It's really, really cool.
2: Carlos, do we know how look at goob is is spelled? Because sometimes oh, I know point. he uses zeros Ooh. for the
3: for the goob part. I, yeah, so for Instagram, it's it's all normal letters, no numbers. So it's L O O K A T G O O B.
0: Okay, good, good. Yeah. There. Oh Choo-choo. yeah. Next up, Robert's Corner. That was my impression of someone that did a, a train sort of thing, and it didn't go very well because I forgot that. Um, the uh, train conductor doesn't sound like a wrestling announcer, but we're at Robert's corner. That's where we are right now. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's a good thing
2: that this is the part of the podcast that all of the audience has already skipped to the next episode before listening. To. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. All right, all right. I got. I do have two pretty good ones. I got two. Um, I, this is a, this is a two for Robert's corner this week. Oh my so, god! Uh, we obviously are all we live in Chicago. It's obviously been very cold on my bed. I have upgraded the situation to uh, a heated mattress pad.
0: Oh my goodness!
2: So Ooh. I would, I would definitely recommend check out. I, I have no idea uh, how much they cost because I got this as a gift.
0: Mm. Um, but Do you I'll, plug it in,
2: yeah. So you like, it's like got like a like a cord that you plug into oh. it. And it's got like a little control thing where you can like turn it up and turn it down and like make it warm or or more warm or less warm. Really there's, you can't make it cooler obviously, but like it only goes from like a little warm to a lot warm. Um, so yeah, get one of those in your life. They have them at target. Uh, and, and then also I've been using, uh, a weighted blanket. I knew you were going to say this. Oh my god!
0: Weighted blankets. Yes, get yeah.
2: yourself a heated mattress pad. Get yourself a weighted blanket. Let all of your coldness and anxiety just like slip away. <laughs> Super huge upgrade to the sleep game.
0: Do you want to know a- what it feels like to have a very large man sitting on you as you sleep? <laughs> that's all yeah, have ever wanted. Are i
2: just want to be smothered <laughs> yes that's that's it there's something about just like having that heavy weight on you just like and i know i was mm. reading like you're actually not supposed to sleep with them you're only supposed to use them for like small amounts of time or whatever but i mean if i <laughs> so if i die peacefully in my sleep under my weighted blanket like what a way to go <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what a way happens to, go? to you why
0: are you not supposed to use it when you sleep i don't know
2: maybe it kills you i have no idea it's (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say something really dark (laughs) that sounds incredible yeah heated mattress pad weighted blanket me in between it oh my goodness
0: well thank you for the sleepy time tips on this robert's Corner, and um i'm gonna go to sleepy time and uh, dream on the void good night everyone
1: good Good night. night Uh gee.
0: No new reviews or new subscribers? Oh. Whoa there, little Jimmy. Why the long face? Holyack, Zodiac, it's Orion Starcross. That's right, it's me, Captain Orion Starcross, ace pilot, hotshot, void adventurer extraordinaire. Wowzers, my hero. Take her easy there, son. What seems to be the trouble? Well, my new podcast isn't getting the support it needs to survive. Well, little Jimmy, these things can take time and perseverance. You know, when I was getting started, I had to beg for reviews and subscribers on Apple Podcasts too. Gosh, really Cap? If it wasn't for the early support from super fans like Jay the Wolfman M and Nick Narc12, I don't know what I would have done. Gooper Schmoopers! Sounds like real good folks. I can't wait for my first review. Now don't you fret, little Jimmy. I think you're going to be getting five stars real soon.
3: Yay!
0: We had a lot of fun here today. But don't forget, wash your feet and stay away from radioactive waste. Also, remember to support your favorite podcasts.
1: Now that's the Star way. That's, that's the, the Star, Star Cross Crossway. way.